Are we going? We're good? Dude, that's all making it, too. All right, welcome back to the Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The worst. The worst. The worst. The worst podcast in the world. Welcome back to the Botch Pod, the worst podcast in the world. Today, we have Nick Denman. Hi, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Really Welcome. appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for coming. We were just talking, and we just got interrupted because the cameras are live, and we don't have a sound guy today, so Dan's the sound guy and the co-host. The sunglasses guy, because I can't let him know how drunk I am. Right I know. Now. Hold on. I'll join you for yeah, a little yeah, bit. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's something, something makes you feel a little more invincible when you've got the sunglasses on. You know. I know. I feel naked now. <laughs> I've, been having, I've been having a couple brews all day, so like we need a... A couple brews all day. <laughs> like, like, that's spaced out, you know. Exactly. Let's not bow to our sponsors, though. Yeah, yeah. Shout out White Claw. If you guys are watching, anybody from White Claw or anybody that knows White Claw, please um, send, 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 send you money. Send this clip. Yeah, send us money and a lot. Don't sponsor podcast, bro. Nobody wants to sponsor this. Pod. All right, so Nick, for the people that don't know you, yeah, sure. Introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Nick Denman. I'm a novelist, uh, you know, a filmmaker, actor. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm from the Buffalo area. I uh, grew up in Angola and Eden. And, uh, yeah, I'm back here trying to make, you know, movies and TV shows, basically. And that's, that's what I do. I saw the clip recently. Mm. Which one? Because sure? I've been posting a few of them. Buffalo. Because... It was in Buffalo. Mm. And it was kind of like the mafia-like thing. Sure. What was, what was that? Yeah, that's for nothing. It's actually... Um, for so nothing, yes. I wrote a I wrote a book um, about the mafia. It's a, it's a fictional novel, but it kind of has some historical elements. If you're from here, you know, right? Everybody knows somebody who was like in the mafia or their great uncle or somebody. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a book um, about that and, you know, about a, an assassin in this, in this fictional crime family. And, you know, over time, uh, you know, I kind of got tired of just like having a book out there. And I was like, what if I, what if I turned it into like a TV show? Because I was acting at the time and stuff. So. so what year did you write the book? Yeah, I wrote it in 20, I want to say 2009, the first one. And then the second one, because there's a sequel in, in 2011, 2012. Okay. Yeah. And I've got a third one, but I'm holding on to it until the show comes out because. Smart. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but I'm about halfway done writing that. And, uh. Yeah, so we've um, so anyway we uh, we decided to make a TV show, and that's the clip that you saw. Stars Michael Madsen, um, Daniel, and Billy Baldwin, uh, Robert Miano. If you've ever seen Donnie Brasco, he's uh, yeah. he's yeah. Sunny Red, and uh, of course uh, you know Michael Madsen was Sunny Black in uh, Donnie Brasco. Gotcha. So we've got like a lot of cast members from like those throwback Hollywood uh, you know mafia crime thrillers and. And they're coming to Buffalo. They they stayed at the A loft for uh, about thirty days, and cool. uh, yeah, yeah. So what goes into that? Like, I mean, obviously you wrote the books. Sure. You know, that's a lot of work. But what what goes into turning that book into a show? It's <laughs> uh, a lot. I, there's, no, there's no like paint by numbers, and I wish there was, because it would have been so much easier. But um, you know, basically, uh, what goes into it is tenacity. I would say would be the first thing. You know. When you write a script, nobody cares. And, you know, you're like, I wrote this script. I wish somebody would read it. And nobody cares because they don't know you. Um, so basically, you have to kind of find your tribe of people that support you and, and will we'll push the effort forward. And so you know, I, I linked up with a guy named Thomas Humphreys, who's a screenwriter in, uh, in the UK, a um, small town called Ibu Vale in Wales. And he had read the book. And uh, he was like, can I, can I take a stab at turning this into a screenplay? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, I met him on Twitter and we became like friends for like life. I like, went to his wedding and all sorts of stuff over there. And um, so he took a stab at writing it and, um, you know, we ended up turning it into a TV show. And uh, I, I, I found another screenwriter named, and I got I to gotta say everybody's name so they don't get offended, but uh, Sean Gloria, who helped me, uh, you know, uh, turn that initial screenplay, which was actually for a film, into a television uh, pilot screenplay. So the three of us together, you know, really hammered it out. And uh, we said, now what do we do? <laughs> you know, we've got a script. Um, and what we ended up doing was going to our friends and family and saying, look, I've got this dream, you know, to like make a, make a pilot uh, and then try to sell that pilot and create a television show in, in my hometown. 
and we got a, a director named Stephen Quatch and, and his family and my family and Sean's family and Tom's family kind of all came together and our friends and we raised like $160,000 and we just flew out, we signed cast, we signed Michael Madsen, we signed Daniel Baldwin, they read the scripts, they loved it, they wanted, they wanted to help push it forward. Daniel Baldwin jumped on as an executive producer, so you had the weight of the Baldwin family behind it, um, you know, and so they all came here and, you know, over a period of, uh, you know, like I said, like 30 days, it was pandemonium. We were over in Lakeview filming uh, at my cousin's house, you know, up against uh, 18 Mile Creek. We were um, at Tony's Go-Karts, you know, over there on, on five. Yeah, 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 right on five. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, we were at, over across the street, basically over at Lucky Day Whiskey Bar, down in the basement and in the alley back there, filming stuff. So we basically just went all over town, you know, gathering locations, gathering people, getting the cast in, and then we 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 made something that we think is pretty cool. And uh, you know, we were fortunate enough that um, we got it all filmed out like right when COVID was starting to become a thing, and so we. Got, basically got the last cut, um, and, uh, and then uh, next thing you know, um, two years later, <laughs> we're, at, we're at the Cannes Film Festival, like, you know, just like last month, and, you know, uh, shopping it around to major distribution, you know, networks and broadcasters cool. and things like that, so we can come around and make the next nine episodes here. Right, no, that's mm-hmm. cool. Like, it's a, um, it's that's a like a super organic, like, I feel like, Every movie and every TV show has that organic upbringing, but being from Buffalo and filming it in Buffalo mm. is more of like, uh, like it's just more of a special feeling. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you said you met. Um, I'm sorry, I don't remember. You threw you threw out a lot of names. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Believe yeah. me, I do. Um, but uh, the guy from England. What's his yeah, name? his name's Thomas Humphreys. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was the original person who was like, "Hey." maybe we could turn this into like a motion picture. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you met him through Twitter? Yeah. Really? That's mm-hmm. crazy. So you never met him in person before that. He was willing <laughs> to give you the chance. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so he had just graduated from the Met um, in, in London for, for uh, writings, for screenplay writing. And, um, you know, he happened to have a, his parents had a villa in Haines City, which is about, you know, 60 minutes down the road from Tampa, where I'm at when I'm not here. And he was in town for like the summer, and we'd been like texting through Twitter about this idea of the screenplay, and he's a hilarious dude, so he makes me laugh, and uh, you know, we just, you know, send memes and stuff, and we became friends. And uh, like, you know, let me rewind and tell you a little story. Uh, The first time I met him, uh, as I was getting ready to (laughs) leave my house, I, there was a dead bird on the ground, and so I thought it would be hilarious to take the dead bird and put it in a shoebox and poke holes in it like it was alive, and then <laughs> and bring it to him. And so I drove this dead bird 60 miles in my trunk because I didn't want to sit next to it, and uh, and got out of the car to bring it to this guy who's never met me, who's writing a screenplay based on my books, um, who's from another country. And I walk up with this, I go, I go I've, I've, got you a, I've got you a gift. And he looks at me and he goes, it better not be a dead bird. No. And I was like, what knew? the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah. Fuck like, I was knew. so proud of myself. And he, like, undid, like, my entire drive of stuff, you know, my, my scheming, my plotting. I, so thought, so of, you just drove I thought I was hilarious. And, it was, and I was like, you know what? How many miles did you drive? Uh, 60, 65. 60, yeah. so, so those 65 miles, however long it was, you're thinking, like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to get him. Get I'm going to get him. And then as soon as yeah. you get there, it better yeah. not be a dead bird. It's not even, like, a dead animal. He nailed it to the exact <laughs> teeth of yep. what it was. He knew he the knew. animal. He knew the animal. He had eyes on you from the time you landed. He yeah. knew. He knew. He is creepy. He probably was watching me or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, now, like, <laughs> so now like the whole like, um, like with him, mm. like the whole like your, your relationship has obviously mm. grown. Obviously sure, now yeah. that you've gotten to this point and doing mm. stuff like that. Yeah. That's cool. Like I think like, like the biggest relations you make is stuff like that. Yeah. Accidental, you know, and, and you just got to be open to like the different energies that people bring into your world and. You know, he, uh, he's, a, he's a great dude, great writer, phenomenal talent, and he's in a place where nobody would ever discover that kind of talent. Like, like exactly. I said, Ibu Vale, Wales, you know what I mean? Like nobody's, his population probably 2,000 or something in the hills. Yeah. And, um, you know, but he's very talented, and uh, he kind of uh, kick-started the whole concept of like, you know, maybe we could put this medium together where it's gonna be on, like a, you said, like a motion picture right. or, or something. Um, and then you kind of go down the road a bit, 
And we kept getting told by people like, no, nah, this is too violent, it's too violent, we can't make it, it's too violent. And this just shows you how the land landscape has shifted in like the last decade. But you know, back then they were like, no, nah, it's too much blood, too much blood, because like so many people die in my book. So many, good. so many, no, I so like many that people. Though. Like, I just like good, like <laughs> yeah, good. I hope, like, I hope they like, all I, die. I, I enjoy that <laughs> shit. Like, that's important. Like, I, I feel like. Um, What's your like, favorite TV series of all time? Sorry. Uh, of, of all time, oh man. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be lame, I guess, and just kind of throw it up with like. It's either a combination of Sopranos and Walking Dead. Like I, I really enjoy it. His all-time favorite. I already know him. I've known him for like three years now. Mm. I already know his number one. Well, Superman. I was so backstory. I was in college. Mm. All I had was HBO. Yeah. Right. Watched fucking everything on HBO. Yes. Sopranos was my favorite. Mm. Watched it five times over. <laughs> so, so the Sopranos is like so much in my mind. It's ridiculous. Like today, I was driving down the road and there was like a ditch on the side of the road, and I just was like. When you when you drive around, especially like towards like Angola and stuff, like a lot of those fields have stories about a car was found in it and some guy was in the trunk and that's that, that's the field where that happened. And as I was driving down the road, kind of thinking of that thought um, and looking at the ditch, I just had that flashback to that scene in Sopranos where Tony and Chris kind of getting like that little bit of an accident and Tony pinches his nose to kill his nephew. Yeah. And he just doesn't let him breathe. Spoiler yeah. alert if you haven't watched The Pranos. This far ahead. He's got a lot of nephews, so you don't know which one. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I, I do plan on doing that. But um, yeah. So, so being from Angola and uh, everything, like, give me a rundown because I'm not too familiar with everything that you've done to get where you are today. And, like, today like you're, you're on the botch pod <laughs> but i mean like i mean where else would i rather be yeah. i love that i mean, I love hyatt, that. I mean yeah, yeah. that's where I, that's where i was i was chilling at the hyatt for a bit <laughs> but um uh just give me like a rundown um like how you got to where you are today mm. and all the efforts it took from different like i, I mean all the different i know people. how it is and like all the Everybody, all the guests we have on, it's mm. tough. It's not an easy road. It seems like it's easy, but just give me a rundown on like how you got to where you are today and what you've done and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, you know, obviously, um, it starts with like for me, it started with like education. You know, so I went to the University of Florida and got an English degree that I that I never used. I was like working in, you know, for the man, all these corporate jobs, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't go to school for this, and I don't like it. So what am I gonna do? And um, right around uh, like when like Nooks and, and eBooks kind of became a thing, um, I started writing. I had started writing my novel maybe like the year before that, and so I was like, well, I'll just write the best you know damn book that I can write, and I'll use my degree and apply it that way. You know, I could, something I could control. It was late at night after work. I just you know everyone's asleep, and I'm just writing, 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 writing. You know, me and my thoughts. It took me almost like a year to write the first book, and. Uh, once I once I finished it, I was like, "What do I do now?" Like with the script, it, that's a common theme in entertainment, by the way. It's like just because you create, it's like one of the only things in the world where you can create a product, and you have no recourse to like, how are you going to sell it? Like if you create a, bunch, a pair of shoes, you put it online, and a bunch of people, somebody's going to buy that shoe. You create a screenplay, you you create a, a book, a novel. Who cares? So you've got to go to like these purveyors and try to convince them that you're worth the effort to put on the shelf. You know what I mean? And, but you only have like the one thing. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, it's a pain. And I was like, now what? I've got this book. So I actually did the whole, you know, route that everybody tells you to do, you know, go to literary agents, go to, you know, write a query letter, tell them what you've got and see if they'll represent you. And then they're the gatekeepers into, you know, the publishing houses. And if you do that, then you might get there. And if you get there, then they might, you know, chop your book up and then they might sell it, you know? And I was like, oh man, that sounds like a lot. And, and, I, and I did it and I kept getting denied. I got like denied like 100 times, maybe 200. I've, I kept every single one of those fucking emails of them telling me I'm not good enough. And I was like, fuck you. Anyway, so all of a sudden, ebooks become a thing. You could put your own book out there. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I go, well, you know what? I'm tired of this game. I'm just going to throw it up on the internet, on like Amazon, on the Kindle, and on the Nook and you know see what happens I was like, if i sell 10 or 15 books well at that point i'm part of the lexicon they can never take that away from me you know i've sold 10, 10 books and i'm out there and i've done it 
And a crazy thing happened. I sold like 200,000 books. Like it just kept selling and selling and selling. And it was because it wasn't, a, I, I like to think it's because I'm an amazing writer, but I really think it was timing. You know, it was like the eBooks, eBooks became a thing. If you had a cheap price point, people were just buying and downloading the books and taking flyers on it. And all of a sudden it just, it was just like timing meets struggle, you know? Yeah. And at that point it took off and took a life of its own. It was like, you do all that effort rolling it uphill and then you get to the top and you get to let it, let it drop and see what happens. And sometimes it grows and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it falls apart before it hits the bottom. So it's like a classic example of like almost like um, lightning strikes in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You took advantage of your opportunities in front of you and you just knew how to take advantage of it. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, cause I'm like, Hearing that and thinking about it, like it's not something him and I probably regularly think about, like um, when it comes to movies or books or screenwriting or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a million movies out there that are phenomenal. Yeah. If they were to be produced, they'd be amazing. Sure. But they just don't have the right pickup or anything, and maybe the person writing it isn't the best storyteller to produce that. Mm. But the story itself is good. Is great, mm-hmm. you know, and that. that <laughs> Shit, two hundred thousand—that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at the, to date, I'm like at a half million for the for both, you know, books combined, and um, you know, it was just, you know, it was it was like for, fortune meets fate and, and struggle. Like I said, it's just, you know, it was I was very fortunate, um, and and through that, you know, I, so I had a number one bestseller in the UK, I had a number one bestseller in the US. Wait, wait you did number one bestseller in the UK and the US? Yeah, 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 for ebooks for especially for the crime thriller uh, genre. Really. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kept I kept all the photos of, of like me being number one. That's you know? solid. Yeah. And thank you. I appreciate it. But like I said, it was like it's it's not you know it's not like a it's not like a, because I'm amazing. It's like timing and stuff. Right. And so my buddy though, because you know it was selling in the UK, he read it right. And so because that happened, I met that guy who's like my best friend now. You know, and and you know, like I said, I went to his wedding over there. We're we're a kilt in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, like, from Angola slash yeah. Eden. Yeah, it goes flies flies to the UK. Yeah, I'm like at a bar there, and and this and a guy comes up and knows you know who I am, and you know it's just it was it's kind of surreal like some of the things that can happen um, when you when when you have that opportunity that that happens for you, and uh, anyway, so I met him, and then uh, you know I I, I met Sean, uh, the guy who who took it from that concept with me to uh, to a television show um, in in an acting class. Um, you know, I was kind of like this kid, like you know, just starting out in acting. It was about seven years ago, six years ago, and I was like, I, I was like, this guy's really good. He's a really good actor. Like, I want to, I want to know him, so I can become better. And I introduced myself to him, and he, he was like, you know, he start, he bought my book and read it, and I told him my vision, and he was, he was all about it. And between Sean and Tom and myself. You know, we had a we had a pilot episode that we wrote. So you really had like no intentions on being an actor. Like you were dead set on being a writer at first. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the thing about me is I, I like variety um, in almost all things, right? So as a as a writer, um, I I enjoyed that process. I still enjoy it. I still write, you know, uh, screenplays and, and novels. Um, but I want I when I get to a certain place, I want more. And I'm like, well, I'm telling stories, so I've now I've had a number one bestseller. That's pretty cool. What's the next thing that I can do? And so I was like, well, you know, I've always wanted to be an actor. I'd, I'd done like a Guys and Dolls play, you know, in high school, and I remember that rush of being in front of a crowd and you know people applauding and stuff. And I was like, I haven't haven't done that since really. Um, and so I, I I set out to uh, to see what I could do. And I went to this little studio in St. Petersburg, Florida, called Andy Matheny Acting Class, Acting Studio, and um, and I, I met so many connections, got an agent through that, and the next thing I know, I'm I'm acting, and you know I'm I'm in a Lionsgate release, you know, for um, a, a movie called Wolfhound, opposite of James Maslow, where he he actually um, I don't, don't want to give you the, the spoiler, but you know I, I share the screen with James Maslow, who's like from Big Time Rush and, okay. and all that. Yep. Um, and and uh, and then I did a uh, um, 
a Showtime TV series called American Rust with Jeff Daniels and uh, Morna Tierney. So, you know, I've had, like just little opportunities that, that happen because you just go for things, you know? Right. Yeah. Take the risk and you never know who you're going to meet in the meantime. And, and that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, you guys are laying it out there and, and every... Yeah, we're just going for it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're I mean, like real, real recognizes real, you know what I mean? Like right. you guys are doing it. And like that's that's why that's why I tune in and listen, you know. Um, no, yeah, hundred percent. Keep like, them coming, boys. Fear <laughs> me, fear me. Need one? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my God, it's what I'm talking about. It's not often we get a a, a podcast guest that um, needs drinks more than that. I love it. Usually, like they're only sipping on one. So the fact that you even took another. Dan will have his case down by the end of the episode. Yeah, you can't, you can't dress like this and have one white claw. Facts. <laughs> I look like pelvis Presley. <laughs> pelvis Presley. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. All right, so let's talk about that quick then. Um, like, where's the inspiration come from the whole, like, style of yourself? Like, you showed yeah. up mad flashy to just <laughs> a simple <laughs> podcast. He's uh, got a party after. Yeah, I got a party oh, after. A party yeah, after? Yeah, my, my, oh, my boy, uh, my boy at Meech underscore James uh, over on Grand Island is throwing a, a hell of a red and white party, and uh, and I've got to go And you're going as red. Yeah, I'm going as and red. And a little, a little bit of silver. I got, I got to add a white shoe. You got the white shoe? Oh, Look at that flash. shit, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never owned a pair of them shoes in my life. This Those first are pair. too fancy for me. I, these came by Amazon like a week ago. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope, though. Yeah. They look good. You look good. You, I mean, you pulled up. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I haven't. I like, like, usually, like, people, like, try to snazz themselves up for, like, pops and stuff like that. But, uh, like, let's give I you mean, a show. I would say, like, <laughs> no, no, props to you. So, um, real quick, I have to do it. Sure. I have to do it. Um, listen. So, the people maybe watching the podcast don't understand, mm. but you and I have a few mutual friends. Uh, we need to talk about how you met Woody. Woody, shout out. I know you want to get shouted out on the pod. You're talking Woody, about my boy Woodrow. 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 I know he wants to get a shout out on the pod. He wants to be on the pod. He wants mm. to do everything. He was going to be here today, but mm. work comes first. Well, the thing is, right, like I said, you got to be open to like new energy, right, no matter where it happens. Mm. And we, I think we were, fly, I was flying to Buffalo and I was on like, I think it was like Frontier Airlines. So like, it was like, yeah, yeah. we were Frontier, like, we were like, he made sure to make that yeah, a known factor. The worst. And, uh, yeah, sorry, Frontier, if you want to sponsor this show, I'll take it all back. Uh, yeah, but we were, yeah, so we we're delayed and it was like a three hour delay. And I, I, I looked at him and I, he was with his buddy, Nick, he's like this, like six foot, like two Channing Tatum fucking clone. And I'm like, you guys, they're, they're obviously going to Buffalo. And I'm like, you guys are going to Buffalo. Um, there's a bar upstairs. Do you guys want to like go get a couple rounds of drinks and we'll just chill out? And they're like, fuck yeah, we do. And so I bought them some shots and they bought me some shots. And I bought them a round of beers and they bought me two or three beers because there's more of them than me. And, I, and TJ, by the way, Woodrow's friend TJ, Apparently was there this whole time. I never saw him because he was sick. he was puking in the right. bathroom. Yeah. He said he had a long fucking a long weekend or week yep. or whatever, and he said he had the bug. He couldn't <laughs> drink. And I looked down yesterday. <laughs> and I said that's a bad excuse to not drink. No. Yeah, so he was so he was so he was in a bathroom. I didn't even know he existed, right? So for three hours of drinking, I had no idea this guy existed. And we, just, you know, we're talking about Angola, we're talking about Buffalo, you know, and we're vibing, and we're, we're becoming friends, you know. And uh, we go onto the, we're trying to walk onto the airplane, and they try to immediately kick us out. They're like, "You guys cannot come on here." And I'm like, "What do you mean we can't come on here?" And they're like, "They're like, look at him." And they're, they're look, and I turn around and look at Woody, and he's just like doing that, like the Woody, the, the Woody, Woody swipe. Bible, By the Woody, way, he did the same thing and got me kicked out of Five Hundred Pearl. The, he did the same thing, you know. So, so, so anyway, he, we, were, we were like, it's, it's touch and go whether or not they're gonna let us on the fucking late Frontier Airline flight to Buffalo, and eventually they let us on, and we're like sitting in the very back of the plane, and. Uh, <laughs> and they start like shouting. They're just like saying dumb stuff, and like they had to get shushed by the you know by the airline uh, workers. And they and they and they and they and then they, I look over at them, and this is like two minutes after they just got shushed down. They're both asleep with their heads on the seats. Like <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what is going on? And I'm pretty buzzed too. And I'm like, sleep sounds like a great idea. So I went to bed, <laughs> right right in the corner. And uh, I wake up. We've landed. And 
I look over at I look over at I look over at Woody, and he, he's like he's like, man, that went quick. I was like, yeah, I, I fell asleep for like one minute, and we're here. And he's like, do you want to go to the old pink? <laughs> Dude, which mind you, if you are not from Buffalo, the old pink compared to the airport is not like it's right next to the airport. It's no, not. no, we it had to go to Allen Drive. Like, yeah. and and it's it's it, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and our flight, our flight, our, and and our flight landed at 1 a.m. So, so, so I go, I go. So wait, wait, hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> Who offered to go to the bank? I, uh, Woody, Woody, uh, Woody said we could go to Allen, and I go, well, what's open? It's 1 a.m. He goes, he goes, he goes, the old pink, and I go, let's go to the old pink. <laughs> And so I went and got my, my, my rental, which I probably shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> Somehow they gave it to me. But hey, here and, we are. Uh, and, we, and we went to the Old Pink with another dude we met from fucking like Pennsylvania who was, just happened to be in town and his old lady was driving at 1 a.m. to come pick him up from Pennsylvania. And uh, he ended up getting kicked out of the Old Pink. Really? There's only 11 people in there. It was a Tuesday. Did he ditch his old lady? Or I, think, I think she came in and was mad at him because he was so hammered and they started fighting. That makes sense. That yeah, makes yeah. Sense. But like Woody and I were just like doing shots and then in true Woody fashion, I look over and he's gone. Just Woody disappeared. just leaves? He, just, he doesn't say goodbye, nothing, just gone. He just leaves. It's, it's like 3.57. Fucking Woody. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, it's closing in three minutes. I'm going to go to bed now. So I stumbled, I stumbled over to my place, and that was that. And that, we've been friends ever since. Woody told me the story. I think my snap streak with him is like something like 96 days. Woody told me the story yesterday, and he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, that was fucking great. And TJ's like, that was crazy. He's like, I had to fucking shit and puke. I had to fucking stomach bug this and that. He's like, I'm trying to tell them all. They're all screaming, hooting and hollering on a plane. I'm like, T-. she's like, she, apparently a flight attendant walked up to TJ like, are you with like them? TJ's like, yeah. She's like, you gotta calm them down, or else we're gonna kick them off. Because apparently they already kicked two off two girls that were with them. Yeah, they did. They did kick them off. And he's like, he's like, all right, I'll get control. But like, I knew you were gonna have a good time with that story because it's that's funny. He knows, he knows TJ, he knows Woody, and he knows how they. Yeah. But, I but, did not expect the old pink. Because <laughs> no, when he told me that, he's like, he's like, yeah. After we voted, we went to the pink, and I'm just like thinking to myself yesterday. I'm like, dude, that is nowhere close to the airport. Like, I could imagine if you were to say like, like go to Tiffany's. the 365 or Tiffany or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine a bar near the airport. Mm. But you want to go? Hey, let's, you guys want to go to Allen? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. good. That, that's classic. That's exactly how he told it. And mm. I love every second. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's such a good dude too. And like you know, like I said, you know, you just let people's energy in, and like they enhance your life in you know mysterious ways. Exactly. Uh, the Woodrow way. The Woodrow, Woodrow way is a different way. Yeah, yeah. Woody is a. Crazy I feel like every time I see Woody, he's so happy. Mm-hmm. He, he always is. He's always happy. Yeah. Like, no matter what. If he's Woody's, so positive. Woody, if you're watching this, or if anybody that knows him is watching this, like. Don't take this the wrong way, but I always feel like Woody is drunk because every time I'm around somebody that is that spiritual and happy, <laughs> yeah. they're always drunk. Well, wait, wait, wait. Like, Woody's, Woody's, Woody's mostly drunk. Woody, Woody, <laughs> and Woody would be proud of me saying, like, I feel like you're always drunk. Like, he'd be like, you're damn right. I'm boozy Woody. Yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> no, but no, seriously. Woody's, a, Woody's awesome. And that's crazy because I was stalking your Instagram. The one day I stalked yours. I, I saw that you had two girls from Angola on here the other day. Twins? Two, were they twins? Uh, they're mm-hmm. from Olean. Oh, oh okay. Olean. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, we've had them on a couple times actually. Mm. Um, yeah, they live in Miami now. They do their thing, which is good for them. Mm. That's crazy. But, so you were stalking, and what, what, what did you come to? And I, saw, and I saw Woody on, on your page. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, I'm like, I was just with Woody last night. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I was with him yesterday. That's what I was saying. I was over at, I was over at Rats. Right, I was texting him yesterday. I'm like, yo, we're having your friend Nick on tomorrow. He's like, oh, word. He's, cause I, so I, I was at some Sunset last yesterday in the evening. I was at Sunset and, yesterday in the that's evening. That's what I'm saying. So like, he's, like, he's like, I think he's heading to Sunset. I'm like, oh, I already left. And then he's like, come meet me at Rats right now. For a couple. I'm like, I'll meet you for one. So mm-hmm. I came over there. Nice. I stopped for a beer. What'd you get there after nine? No, oh, I got there at like probably like four, four o'clock. Okay, yeah. I, I left Sunset at like 4 a.m. 3, 4 a.m.? 3.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. sick 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you sick fuck. Yeah, I, I was busy. So you turn it up? You turn yeah, it up all, on a regular? All, all the time. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Especially especially when I'm here. It's like it's like contagious in Buffalo, isn't it? Like oh. like it's like good people, good vibes. And when when that sun comes out here, they fucking appreciate it. When that it. sun comes out, yeah. The booze comes out. Fuck it. If it's fucking cloudy and we're at a tailgate, it's snowing. The booze is still out. If you know what if you know what porch beers are, you're from Buffalo. If you know what porch <laughs> beers are, you're from Buffalo. Facts. If Do you, you know what beers on a Monday morning is, you're here from Buffalo. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Dan hates when I go into the Bills shit, but do you go Bills. to like Bills games? Often? I am a ridiculous Bills fan. I went to, I caught him in London back when EJ Manuel was the fucking uh, quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst game ever, by the way. The that was the again? that was the worst. He had like seven turnovers that game or something, <laughs> and we still almost won. Yeah. And then they said he was out of bounds, like right at like the two yard line. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, a huge, huge Bills fan. Shout out to my boy Josh Allen. So with how? Just with kidding. How, I don't know him. <laughs> I, I wish I did though. Josh, if you're watching this, call me. Shit, <laughs> Invite Josh. me to your party. Josh, hit him did up. Did you see the Farmers podcast with Josh? I, we did. We so did my 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 boy who did who does sound on uh, on Mantis over in Florida works for like ESPN and NFL Network. He does all the sound stuff for them, like the real sound guys. And um and 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 so he was. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 he was um <laughs> so he was so he was over he did the uh the farmer's podcast his their sound guy like their like boom mics and everything That's and and so he was sending me low-key spoiler alert he was sending me pictures of inside of josh allen's house with josh allen sitting there and uh saying look i'm at josh allen's house right now bro on on instagram i don't think yeah. he's supposed to do that but no, you're definitely not. No, but, but, but he was doing it for me as a favor because I'm such a such a Bills fan. So, right, that's cool. And I like no, we it's were not like actually, it went out anywhere. Nah, it just went to me. It went to me and died. And yeah, you can I, keep it in your podcast, by the way. I signed no, a waiver. You're good. I just want to <laughs> let you know, I signed a waiver. Some of you didn't, um, but um, there's a there's a. <laughs> you need an attorney. My dad's an attorney. <laughs> there's a there's a like a certain respect factor when it comes to something like that. Like him and I, like um, we've been in certain situations where it's like, well, him and I will send Snapchats, but mm. like it's never gonna make the light of day. No, no, it's just so, it's between like, you. Even if like, you know, like I'm not exposing too much, you know, like like you and I. Who's that one? Like you and I have been in situations where we're with players or somebody. Mm-hmm. Where we shouldn't take pictures of. But oh, you right, kind of, but you kind of grab them. Him and I send Snapchats and. The, the, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just like I'm not gonna say any of us are average people, which I guess we are. But like, what? It, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we're not fucking Josh Allen famous. But no. When it comes down to it, like, I mean, sure you gotta flex, flex a little bit to your friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we, we always send him and I always send Snapchats back and forth. And yeah. It's like, but it is. But it's what you gotta do. I mean, like. There's some there's some moments in life that you just gotta capture, and even if you even if even if you gotta break a few rules, you gotta go for it. Right. So, you know. No. What do, you, what do we think about his the whole like uh, his girlfriend thing? This is one of those things. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk when the cameras stop. <laughs> we don't want to do anything to upset QB one. QB one. We're gonna need you. We, we, I need a time frame because I need we're at five forty. Before I put that in my notes, um, no, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it after. But um, yeah. So you want to talk about bills? I, I can talk about the bills all day. Yeah, I was just trying to see like if you come to because you live in Tampa full time. Uh, I split time. Yeah, yeah. Split time. Yeah, I used to, but now I'm kind of like doing like two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. But okay, yeah. I was just wondering like how often do you come to Bills games like here? Uh, but yeah, pretty regularly. Um, yeah, I've got like my own lot that I like to go to. Um, you know, it's got like a big like wooden carving of, of a buffalo, and that's my lot. Where do you go? Uh, I'm not gonna say because it's so awesome. I don't want people Ooh. to know. I don't want people to know. It's like it's like so perfect. And uh, yeah, so I, you know, I go there with my cousins, and you know, my entire family basically you know still lives here or or over in Binghamton. So you know. everything's kind of getting fucked this year. It's they're building the new stadium, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, so what's like, that going to mean for us? That's what I want to know, like parties-wise. Like, that's kind of what I wanted to ask so like you, grass where lot. you partied. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm in the so grass like, lots. I'm in like somebody's behind somebody's house, basically. Oh, so you over in like the brick yeah. road area? Okay, okay. Yeah. but I'm saying the grass lot, like where we always see Woody and TJ well, we and all that. Party. Like, like we it's a big video. lot. Uh, I'll yeah, come there next time if it's still there. there. It's not there anymore. No. That's well, sad. it is, but I'm the Bills really bought it because oh. they're building the stadium on that lot. They're building the stadium in their own lots. They just lots. bought it out, and the bills. So they're the buying want to all the. They want to control all the personal lots, like the like. Yeah. I hope so. it doesn't turn into like something like the fucking Miami Dolphins have. Have you ever been to a Dolphins game? It's miserable. I haven't. No, it is miserable. And I just, I'm going gonna, gonna to take some of my time right now to hate on the Dolphins. And I think you'll appreciate it. Please do it. Yeah. So their games are terrible. I mean, it is basically whatever you could do to like sterilize football. That's what they've done over in Miami. And you go to like a tailgate and there isn't really a tailgate. It's like some people in the parking lot around the stadium with like a grill. And they're like, isn't this fun? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. I could do this anywhere. Um, but if you go to Buffalo and you want to get some ketchup and mustard squirted on you and also do some shots, you can do that and it's way more fun. Also light yourself on fire and jump through a fucking folding table. Let's do that and rub jello on our bodies yes. and fucking say America. So I'm saying, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like tailgating Home Depot here, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, no, like yeah. we're not, we're not. Buffalo's, Buffalo's or... different, bro. Buffalo's different. I've been to a few away games and Buffalo's so much different. Mm. And the, the one thing that makes it different is that it's like in Orchard Park. It's not in the city. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of stadiums are just like in the city. So I'm so glad Buffalo didn't go into the city because yeah. they were thinking about it for a minute. They basically just moved it one Indian burial ground over, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <That'll hold on. laughs> what? I love it. Well, don't you know about the don't you know about the Indian burial ground in the middle of the parking lot in the current stadium? I don't know. Oh, there's like literally a like a fence and trees around it, and there. Oh, I've seen that. And that that's that's the there was actually you know indigenous peoples are buried there, and so that's why they don't disturb it. But they say that's why we were cursed for those four Super Bowls is because of the ghosts of the Indians. Indigenous we want to find out when we move stadiums. Right, because we're going to win that year. Hell and yeah. this year, too. And this year, too. In the same stadium. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But because we've, made the, because we've made the decision, the curse knows that we're good now. Boom. We're good now. <laughs> no, no, but I do what you're saying. You know that, you know that about like, Buffalo Stadium, right? Or like Highmark? You know that, right? What? There's a... There's literally a graveyard that mm-hmm. was like I didn't know that fenced off. It's it's, oh. it's hidden. Right, so, it's so hidden that you so wouldn't know. Grass lot is right here, right? Yeah. All the entrance that you go into in grass lot, like you have the whole stadium. Right? You got to go out to the street though but first. Grass right? lot's here, yeah. Yeah. Where my white claw is. Yeah. Yep. All right, stadium's here. Yeah. And it's a big, it's a big old. I think yeah. you gotta move your white claw like about two inches to the left. You know, just so this to... is where grass lot is. Like. <laughs> so we walk that way. The cemetery is right there. There's a cemetery there. So compared to the creek on the side of the mm-hmm. grass, near the creek, it's yeah. a tiny little it's like cemetery. Near it, like towards it's the end of it. It's like it's like, like 50 feet by 25 feet wow. or something. Yeah, and they yeah, and they say that was that's the curse. No, you never you never seen that. No, I'll, I'll show you TikToks after this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, like people people say that's the only stadium literally with a TikTok on there or with a fucking hell. With, with a TikTok. With, with the, uh, with the, with the cemetery. The cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> yeah, under, 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 wow. Yeah, I didn't no, know that. No, yeah. But no, yeah, like, um, that, like, when I found that out, I'm like, oh, that's just weird. But mm-hmm. either way, like, I'll it's be strange. honest with you. I don't believe in curses. I don't believe in any of that shit. Like, we're here, we're partying, we're drinking, mm. we're slamming tables. Yeah. Let's go, Bill. That's you right. Know, like, anyway, way better than Miami in summary. Like, right? Yeah, like, fuck Miami. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. The only good video I've seen in my 26 years of life from Miami was somebody had a stripper pole in the back of a truck. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> a bunch of that's, strippers. That's, on that's it. fucking awesome. Yeah, now, now the Dolphins suck, but Miami's good for a few things. As, oh, as, oh as, Miami, as, the as, city as a city, as a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dolphins fuck the Dolphins, but the city. Yeah, there's is stuff amazing. going on. There's stuff going on there. Have you ever been to South Beach? Been yeah, to South Beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I passed out in the in the sand of South Beach, <laughs> ne- next to next to a little little Cuban princess when I was like 19 years old. How old are you now? I'm not gonna fucking say that in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> How old do you old think enough. I am? How do you think I am? Uh, 29. Oh man, no man. I'm 41. Lower. 
41? Yeah, 41. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wear sunglasses, so you can't see my fucking smile wrinkles. No, you're fucking not. Yeah, yes, sir. You're not 41. I am. I work out a lot, though, you know, and I eat a lot of aloe vera. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually eat any aloe vera. I'm going to be dead by the time I'm 41, I feel like. That's a fact. I'm dying tomorrow, probably. I'm going to this red and white party tonight. How do you do that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you were just saying you were, like, up till fucking 4 a.m. or whatever. How do you do so, that? So, like, I don't know what happened along the way, but I think, like, uh, somewhere along the line, I embraced the writer lifestyle. Like, I started drinking a shit ton of scotch, and I was like, oh, scotch is, like, what writers would drink. And uh, once you start there, everything's tapered back. Like, how many White Claws can I have to have, like, right, one right, scotch? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, so, like, are you more... Oh, yeah, like, sure. Let's have another one. Like, well, let me finish like, this one real fast. Do you, like, like... Comedian aspects of 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 content or yeah, fuck yeah, just like Louis C.K. Like that man was like a notorious, phenomenal comedian, Mm -hmm. phenomenal comedian, but a notorious fucking alcoholic. Yes, sure. And I'm not calling you an alcoholic. Well, thank goodness. Him and I. My mother, my mother might listen to this. (laughs) I'll be honest with you, but like Louis C.K. Like that man, like notoriously would get fucking hammered. Mm. And write his, like, do you find it easier to write it off of, like, write your stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's comedy or not? I'm not relating you to Louis C.K. Sure. But do you find it easier to do it off of Buzz, or do you find yeah. it? Yeah. Like, yeah, so m- one of my writing heroes is Hunter S. Thompson. Do you know who Hunter yeah, S. Thompson? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, he killed himself, and then he had his ashes shot out of a cannon. Fucking All- legend. 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 Also, he had a case of dynamite in his guest room. That he put the mattress on for guests to sleep. So Johnny Depp, one of his best friends, often slept on a mattress on top of sticks of dynamite. Awesome. Awesome. Complete alcoholic. And everything else. Johnny Depp? No. Well, or I don't know about Johnny, but Johnny Hunter S. Thompson for sure was. Johnny's and he did a bunch of other things, too. You know, psychedelics and all this fun stuff. For sure. And um, so he's like my writing hero. And um, so I was like, well, if he, he writes, you know, awesome stuff. And he's always fucked up. Maybe I'll give it a shot. And you know, I can't be too fucked up though. If I'm being honest, I gotta be like, there's a wheelhouse. You know, you know, how, like when you play darts, if you have like three beers, you're in a zone. Yeah. yeah but like, if you have yeah. six beers, you can't hit the board. I know exactly. Right. Right. So like, writing is very similar. Like yeah. you get you get your like two scotch darts, wheelhouse, yeah. and then sometimes you go back the next day after scotch five, and you're like, Whatever, what? What the, what the fuck? fuck was that? That's not good. I've got to delete all of that. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Just from like videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, got, I think I'm fine. And then you fucking watch the video back, and it's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn how to. You gotta learn how to control it. Mm-hmm. Before so it controls you. Exactly. <laughs> there's a balance. Yeah. Exactly. There's a there's yeah. a distinct balance, and I'm borderlining the balance right now. <laughs> right, right. Three is a wheelhouse. If you give me a fourth, I'm just gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a Woodrow and invite you guys to the old pink. <laughs> like, I'm going out tonight. Wanna up, after the red and white party, pink. you guys want to meet at the old pink? I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to end up pink tonight. Nobody uh, wants to ever end up at the pink. No, yeah, and if you own, if you own the old pink, I'm sorry to say that, but no, you know, no, there's a time and place for good it. Good for you for owning the old pink. You Correct. fucking smash business every day of the week. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's crazy. There was a guy that was supposedly a manager of the old pink that what? called me and threatened to kill me. What? Oh, I need, to, I need to tell you my, I, I had a hit put out on me. Do you want to hear that story? Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. So, all right. So I, I met somebody and uh, there was this guy that uh, was there at this place that I met this person. I've got to be, some of the facts I've got to kind of You're gloss good. over. But I, but um he was like a friend of their family and it was like it was like on vacation like you know almost like a dominican republic type thing where you go and you're there for like a week yeah. and uh this guy was just like a friend of the family of this girl and he was like super irate that like me and my buddies were kind of like hitting on these girls who are like 20 years younger than him by the way and um awesome every night at the end of the night, he would try to fight us, and every night we would, he would take a swing and he'd fall down because he was drunk. And the, he, by the way, let me preface all this. They're from Buffalo. We meet them in this random country, but they're from Buffalo, this whole family. So we were like, this is crazy kismet. Like, you know what I mean? We thought it, we, we were like, this is destiny with these ladies, you know what I mean? 
And so every night this guy took a swing at us, and every night he would just fall down, and we'd put him to bed. We'd be like, you got to go to bed, bro. One night when everybody's all in the pool, like it's like the fifth night they're there, he comes out with like a weapon, like a wooden board with like some nails in it and starts like swinging it around. And I had enough. And me and my buddies put him down. Like we, you know, we took the board, we gave him a little roughing up. And then we said, bro, you got to chill. And he like went to his room and I think he stayed there till the rest of his trip was over. Like we never saw him again. But that girl, because they're friends of the family, um, had heard from his girlfriend that um, he had put a hit out on me with the chosen few biker gang. And, yeah. and she was like, and she told me about it. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I gotta tell you, but I don't wanna upset my dynamic with my friends and family. But I feel like I need to tell you because money was exchanged. And I'm like, what do you mean money was exchanged? She's like, they, he paid them $5,000. To put a hit out on you and I'm like well thank you very much for letting me fucking know when was that and she's like two weeks ago I'm like two fucking weeks ago you clearly don't care about me and also I called the FBI and the FBI actually looked into it and verified it that it was true and uh, picked him up and for questioning I have no idea what happened after that but I had a hit put out on me Damn. it's official five grand's kind of cheap honestly. I know right well I think the guy just took his money and laughed at him yeah. Because no, I mean, I'm still here. It's been yeah. like a year. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he's like the most patient killer. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to walk out of the podcast and he's going to be mean, like, yeah. I mean, the chosen few is Because his exactly... pride was hurt. His pride was hurt. And that's what it was. Yeah. That's exactly what it so was. So I can say I had a hit put out of me officially. You know, bucket list. <laughs> I think that's d deserving of a bodyguard clap. <laughs> Would you ever put a hit out? On somebody else, oh, if you had to. Well, I've got to say, right, like, you know, my instinct is no. I didn't say did he. I said no, would you. Would you? Either way. My instinct is no, but like, you know, there's yeah. a lot of factors. You know, like something could happen. Like, what if they like, yeah. I don't know, if, so, if they, what if they murdered my mom? What if he put a hit out on you? Right. <laughs> We've never seen that guy again. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> just saying just saying where's he now <laughs> pop-up video he's probably watching right now he's probably watching this all right all right all right all right is there anything we didn't want to touch on we try to keep episodes a little bit shorter because of algorithm and everything yeah i feel anything, you anything you didn't we didn't touch on you didn't touch on no just you know out? just we're trying shout to out. we're just you know yeah shout outs i think are all in place i've got i've got all my people um, you know, we're trying to bring, you know, television and film to Buffalo. That's like our big, our big life mission right now is like, this is the place where it has to happen. Um, so, you know, if you're listening and you've got a shit ton of money, send it my way. If you give a fuck ooh, about ooh. the city. <laughs> and, a lot and of exciting things happen in Buffalo. In For that, sure. Buffalo has been going crazy lately. So I'm really glad that you're here. It's going to sound really weird, but like, I'm really glad <laughs> that you're here. I'm here for it. I love it. Like, <laughs> that you're here to experience it and you're not like, oh, I'm from Buffalo and I'm too big to go anywhere else. No, like, I don't mean like that, but like, no, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm from Buffalo and like we are here doing something in Buffalo and mm. we know what's coming to Buffalo. Yes, sir. That's super rare. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. not many people know what's coming to Buffalo, mm. even if we talk about on a podcast or not. Like, right. the whole like movie studio coming here. It's coming. All of it. Yeah. Everything. And like every time I turn around, there's like new, uh, new facilities being built and exactly. tax credits here are exactly. great. You know, you can get like 40% yeah. of your money back if you're filming. Yeah. Exactly. Place. So like Buffalo is going to be huge in the next, you give us five years from this podcast right now, For I, would, sure. I would think we would look back at Buffalo and be like, oh my God, like mm -hmm. that shit took off. Nobody makes a $50 million uh, studio and facility, which they, they just did without talking to all the politicians involved to make sure that the money keeps flowing, exactly. that the tax credits keep flowing, that the infrastructure is in come. place. They right. know it's going to come. That's right. And so look for big things from the city. I mean, they're already doing big things here all the time, but like, look for more big things. And but then again, fuck this city. Look for you, bro. <laughs> look for you guys. You look for you guys. Nah, nah, nah. You guys. All, every time I turn around, you've got this influencer, or that <laughs> yeah, influencer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got, you've got my, you've got my girl, Buffalo Food Slut. You know, oh, yeah, running, running game. Maddie. Maddie, yeah. Shout out, Maddie. Yeah, sure. she's fucking Maddie. awesome. And for you know. Sure. 
anywhere she is, that's where I, I know that's where I need to be because she is a entrepreneur and a half. Maddie's crazy. She's she a is. she's a magnet to the attention in mm-hmm. the city. She she She'll be at the party I'm at tonight. Yeah. Yeah. There Probably dressed in red or white. Fucking love it. <laughs> Anything you want to shout out? Anybody want to shout no, out? I'm going to give a little shout out to uh, the Botch Pod and uh, say it was fucking a great time. And, you know, I'd like to come back if you have me and uh, let's do it. Yeah, we'll run it back. Thank you, bro. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll link you down in the description, your, your Instagram, all your... That is one stuff. of the first people who have ever shouted out, like, yo... The Probably the first. The yeah, first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, 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 you got to pay these things forward, like, <laughs> like, and, that, and that's sure. and that's how you develop your tribe. You're like, look, what can I do for you? That should always be your first and, question. And honestly, you were a supporter of us before, mm-hmm. like, we even knew about you. Correct. You, I was listening. Were... I was like, these guys are fucking funny. And <laughs> and, and, and like it, like you said about you know if if, you, if there's a good comedy in it, I'm for it. And, you guys made me laugh, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna listen to a few of these." Shit. Like the I'm working out. I'm working out, listening to you guys. You know, and I'm, I'm like, I got entre- I'm getting entrepreneur advice from that one lady that was a couple weeks back, and then I'm and I'm listening to these girls from, you know, I thought they were from Angola, but that's because somebody introduced me to them as as they're from Angola. Oh, I'm gonna be on his boat later. He's boating me up to the party. That same guy. I'm gonna call him out for giving me wrong information. <laughs> Coming for you, bro. <laughs> You better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, no, seriously, like, like, comment, subscribe. If you guys are still watching, please hit the subscribe button. I haven't checked the analytics lately. We've been last time we checked. Last time we checked was a couple weeks ago, but ninety-two point five percent of you who watch the podcast don't subscribe. But That's crazy. Do, That's it's, crazy. It's a crazy analytic, isn't it? But I haven't checked it in a while. Maybe it's changed because we said it a few times. But listen, if you're at least watching now, please just give it a like. If not, fuck off. Um, I think I need. Like, I think I need. I think subscribe. I need to subscribe. I just called everybody out, but I think you need to subscribe. I think I think you do I, need to subscribe. <laughs> we're, we're talking subscribe YouTube here for, for the listeners. We're talking YouTube here too. YouTube, YouTube, and, YouTube. Yeah. But, and if you're yeah. watching, if you're listening on Spotify, why aren't you watching on YouTube? Like you need to see our setup. Well, some people like it. Some people. I know. Like I love. I, I personally watch. Mm. Ev- I listen every podcast I listen to is on Spotify. Mm. But I do go to the bigger page when it's on YouTube, and yeah. I understand yeah. what their aesthetic is. Come check out our aesthetic if you're listening right now. This is your fucking call to duty. Mm-hmm. Right, well, what I'll say it. is this: you know, you guys have. Beautiful looking people on your show, with the exception of myself. I have a beautiful shirt. Oh no, we do that but, shit on purpose. You're, you're yeah. better looking than him. I'll give you that. <laughs> you definitely better looking than both of us. I, I'm telling you, I, I, we, we, we do that Too on kind. purpose. We do that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what sells. You gotta get clicks. <laughs> That's right. Like, comment, subscribe, or else you're a big fat pussy bitch. <laughs>